Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Almost every town has one fine place to eat. Snowy tablecloths, gleaming silver, impeccable service. And nobody goes there. They all go to the side street joints with the steamed up windows and the heady fragrance of frying onions. Like Walt's Malt Shop at 14th and Oak Streets in Wistful Vista, where, among other hungry people, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. My gosh, don't it smell good in here, Molly? Simply delicious. Hey, Walt, hotten up this jabber, will you? It's colder than the campaign promise. Okay, Fib. Are uh, you too, Mrs. McGee? Please, Walt. You make coffee the way I like it. I do? Yes, you do. Blacker than Hopalong Cassidy's hat. <laughs> and powerful as a bear fat. How do you keep it from dissolving the spoon? Who cares? The coffee costs me more than the spoon. <laughs> uh, look, are you folks almost through? I am, Walt. Why? You giving us the hustle by any chance, Walt? Trying to get us out of here so we won't see you putting water in the ketchup? Well, no, but i got to close up for a while. My wife's going to Florida on the 120 train, and I'm seeing her off at the station. Oh, that's wonderful, Walt. Why don't you close up this joint or this little restaurant and go with it? <laughs> well, I can't afford it, Mrs. McGee. Besides, if I went to Florida with her, she'd want to go fishing with me again next summer. I'm very fond of my wife. But the next time she sits on a rock in a trout stream playing ghost riders in the sky on a portable phonograph, only one of us is coming home alive. <laughs> ah, that's the spirit, Walt. Give me another hamburger. Medium well and put everything on it but false eyelashes. <laughs> McGee, now Walt is trying to close Ah, up. he's got plenty of time. It's only five after one and... Five two. after one? Huh? Hey, I gotta beat it. Here, I'll put one on the griddle for you, McGee. Okay. Now, now you turn it when it's ready, McGee, then hang the back in a few minutes' time on the door and close up, will you? Certainly, Walt. You leave everything to me, boy. <laughs> well, thanks a lot. Just put the latch on the door and slam it. I'll see you later, boy. Okay, boy. <laughs> Okay, folks, who's next? Now, now, one at a time, one at a time, please. My husband only has two heads, or I mean hands, you know. McGee, why don't you get rid of these people and close up? I don't think Walt meant you to take over the place. I'm doing him a favor, kiddo. My gosh, we took in 16 bucks already. Besides, I've always wanted to wear one of these high white chef's caps. <laughs> How do I look in it? You look like a snow-capped silo. <laughs> but look, uh, yes, sir, that'll be 67 cents, sir. Okay, beautiful. What time do you get through work? The same time any married woman gets through work. Never. <laughs> Thank you. Close that door, you're cooling off my coffee. Boy, it sure is cold out. That wind has got an edge on it like Andy Devine's voice. All right, who had the well-done hot dog with the chili and cheese? I did, and I want a cup of bouillon, please. A cup of what, sis? 
The bouillon. What's the bouillon? Hey, Molly, what's bouillon? Well, the dictionary says bouillon is gold and silver in bars. Well, I'm sorry, sis. We got no bar here. Try Bob Cobb's Cozy Corner, three doors down. They'll make you a silver fizz. Now, then, let's see. I have to fix this we have two hamburgers, Walt, no onion, a glass of milk, apple pie, and McGee. You betcha, Latrivia. Hey, Molly, get a load of who just blew in and off into the storm. Old no-fix-tickets Latrivia. <laughs> Hello, Molly. Good day, Mr. Mayor. Nice to see you. Uh, two hamburgers, eh? Well done or still mooing? <laughs> Very well done. And where's Walt? I want to send him some flowers. Flowers for Walt, Mr. Mayor? Why? Well, I figure he'd have to be dangerously ill very suddenly to turn over his hamburger shop to McGee. Or is he dead? <laughs> oh, I'm doing all right. In fact, I'm the only guy in town in a high hat that knows what's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Two burgers on the fire, Latrev. Walt had to see his wife off on the train to Florida, Mr. Mayor. We're running the place for him till he gets back. Hmm. You a regular customer here, Latrice? Yes, yes, I am. Like hamburgers, do you, Mr. Mayor? Not particularly. But when you get as many beefs as I do, it's fun just to put mustard on them and eat them. <laughs> but I often say to Walt, Walt, I often say, you are... Well, a... we're doing quite a business today. Walt should... Well, for goodness sakes, hello, Oli. Oh, hi, Oli. Hello, McGee. Hello, missus. Well, you look who is here. Hello, Mr. Your Honor. <laughs> hello, Oli. Uh, do you eat here because you like hamburgers or because it's near the Elks Club? I eat here because I used to have 50 cents for lunch. <laughs> I tell my wife, I say, missus, I say, I'm a hard-working man. I need plenty of food for lunch. To make furnace work good, you've got to use plenty of fuel. And what did she say, Ollie? She said 50 cents for fuel is enough. I get plenty of hot air from you with that. <laughs> I guess she thinks if I have 75 cents cash all at once, I'm taking wild women to nightclubs in daytime. <laughs> There's both. He's down at the station seeing his wife off for Florida, Ollie. What'll it be, kid? Uh, well, uh, that you having, Mr. Mayor. My usual, Olive. Two hamburgers, glass of milk, apple pie, and a phone call. A phone call, Mr. Mayor? To Kramer's Drugstore. They mix my bicarbonate for me while I'm paying my check here. <laughs> well, good. I took the same thing, McGee, and Mr. Mayor can buy two carburetors. <laughs> two burgers. Two burgers. Uh, Olive. I hear you have a new baby girl. Yeah, sure. I get cute kids. I name her for my wife's favorite flower, Yasmin. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty name, Ollie. Ah, uh, yes. Same as Rita Hayworth's baby, isn't it, Ollie? Sure. I say anything Ollie can do, Ollie can do. <laughs> Salt, a little more meat on this grease. Hurry 
it up, dearie. Some of these people are getting... Hey, Mac, how about that burger? What's the delay? We'll be ready in a minute, sir. Now, take it easy. Right away, sir. Don't forget his potatoes, McGee. He wants French fries on the side, you know. That's what's holding me up, Molly. I can't get these potatoes to stay on their side. They keep rolling over on their backs. Roll over there, you little... Why don't you get a cook, lady? Somebody that knows his job. Look, bud, when you're working at your job, I don't come out in the street and knock your broom out of your hands, do I? (laughs) Hand me a plate, Molly. This is ready. Skip it, dearie. He's gone. Gone? Well, how do you like that? Here I sweat and slave over a hot stove for that guy and... Hey... See if you left a tip. <laughs> got to split all tips because in the rest of the business, that's how you got to operate. Another customer, McGee. Oh, hello, Mr. Wimple. Oh, hi, Wimp. Hello, folks. <laughs> My goodness, have I got an appetite. <laughs> well, you came to the right place, boy. What you going to eat? Walt Burger, Super Burger, Jet Burger, Adam Burger, or just a plain burger? Well, let me see. I think you'd like the plain burger, Mr. Wimple. That's served with lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, cheese, mustard, chili sauce, piccalilli, and a paper napkin. No onion? Not on the plain burger, no. Just lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, mustard, cheese, chili sauce, piccalilli, and a paper napkin. Good gracious. So that's a plain burger. Mm-hmm. If you don't mind me shoving a little, what do you put on a super burger? Two scoops of ice cream. You know something? My appetite is gone now, and so am I. Goodbye. (laughs) Ah, little Mr. Wimple's a strange sort, isn't he? He always... Yes, madam. Here's your check. Thirty-seven cents. All right. And you weren't kidding when you said that pie is just like Mother used to make. Well, that's good. Yes, now I understand why Father shot her. Walt had to go out, Junior, so I and Molly are running the joint. Belly up to the bar, boy. <laughs> yes, I'm the waitress, and himself here's the chef. Yeah. What do you have? To eat? Oh, I... <laughs> I'm a gambler at heart, I guess, kid. Give me a burger. Uh, that thin one on the back of the stove there looks good. You won't like that, Mr. Wilcox. That's the stopper out of the thing. <laughs> yeah. Try this burger here, Junior. Oh, okay, thanks, pal. I've got to eat and run. Had a big business deal this morning. That's all. Yeah, I met the head of the utilities company and his wife gave them a demonstration of water-repellent glow coat. Oh? You know, that sensational self-polishing floor wax, Johnson's water-repellent glow coat? Yes, we've heard you mention it. In fact, we use it ourselves. Well, I showed her how beautiful it makes the kitchen linoleum look, and when I pointed out how you can damp mop the water-repellent glow coat floor service time after time... A little more ketchup, kid? ...without leaving any dingy smears or milky-looking smudges, you should have seen her. Butter? Her eyes lit up, she smiled, and she said, Say, this is really rare. And she's right. A real water-repellent wax is so rare that only Johnson's self-polishing glow coat... No, 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 Molly. I meant a hamburger. I like them done, pal. 
Yeah, that's how I'd like your sales talk, Junior. Done. So get it done and... Well, anyhow, I showed the woman how much longer Johnson's water repellent glow coat lasts because when you mop up dirt and things, you don't mop up the wax. Came in your coffee? No, thanks. <laughs> so, when she tried to mop on her floor and saw how glow coat stays on and stays bright, she said, give me a check. Check? Oh, oh, uh, 67 cents, Junior. Look, look, pal, I'm trying to tell you what the woman said. She said to her husband... Glass of water? No, thanks. She said to her husband, give me a check, she said. I want to buy some Johnson's water repellent glow coat. My, those millionaires draw checks for everything, don't they? So I sold her a year's supply of glow coat, took the check and said, look, pal, if this is a sample of your hamburgers, I should have had the stopper out of the sink. <laughs> You know one thing about this place, McGee? You certainly meet some fascinating people, don't you? Yeah, too bad Wilcox ain't one of them. Now, I get her. I better get some more burgers going here hey, before... Hey, Walt. The... Walt, it's Kenny again. Huh? Oh, hi, mister. Hi, Miss McGee. <laughs> oh, hi, Kenny. Hello, Kenny. I didn't hear you come in. Oh, where'd you come from, sis? It's funny you should ask that, mister. Huh? I asked my mother the same question, and she says I came from Chicago. <laughs> Well, never mind the details, sis. I'm pretty busy with this griddle here. What would you like? Gee, I like a chalk mall, I betcha. But I haven't got any money, so I'll just watch you cook. Mm-hmm. Well, darling, watch me watch him cook. Okay, you sit there and watch. Now, don't bother me, though, because... That's my what Walt always says, too. Mm-hmm. Walt always says, don't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't blame you. This is very ticklish work. Watch that hamburger. Watch the hamburger, mister. Uh-huh. It's going to burn. You better turn it. Walt always well, turns Well, Walt's not cooking this one. I've done it. It's burnt. Now, quiet, this. You make me nervous. Walt always says that, too, I betcha. Walt says I make him nervous. Now, look, sis, if you... How's that, bud? Bowl of chili? Coming up. Put crackers with it, mister. Walt always puts crackers I with it. I got crackers with it. Are you toasting the buns for those hamburgers, Maria? Walt always toasts the buns. Look, I haven't got time to stand here. Another one's burning. Another one's burning. That hamburger's burning. Where? Oh, my gosh. This is... Dad, rat, dad. Look, Teeny. That's what Walt always says. He always says, look, Teeny. Look, Teeny. Here's a mall in a cart. Take it and go home, will you? Thanks, mister. Oh, boy. We'll really too here, sis. We'll both come watch you cook tomorrow. Yeah. Now, that kid's got me rattled like a loose shutter in a high wind. She's... Oh, hi, bud. Pull up a stool. Thanks, mister. It's cold out there. Yes, it is. Uh, what did you have, sir? I'd like a bowl of soup and a large jam burger, please. A jam burger? Uh, a burger with jam on it? Oh, no, a hamburger. A large jam burger, ma'am. With fried onions on it. One burger up. You sound a little familiar, bud. We know you from someplace? Oh, sure. We met once. I'm Herbert Tapple from Central Hardware Company. 
remember. We were in there around Christmas time, McGee. Yeah, that's when it was all right. I sold you a couple of flatters, remember? <laughs> I didn't know you run Walt Small, though. Nice place tweet. <laughs> Helping out today, sir. Here's your soup and your sandwich. Would you like some coffee, Mr. Tapple, or maybe? Uh, uh, the name isn't Tapple, ma'am. It's Tapple. Herbert Tapple. A P P E L. Apple. Well, those are all nice names, but. You ought to pick one of them and stick with it. Would you like some dessert, sir? Uh, yes, I'd like some ice cream, please. <laughs> mice cream, eh? Hey, Molly, go milk a mouse, will you? You go boil a buffalo, dearie. <laughs> oh, that door. Every time it slams, the place shakes. Hello there, Hi, daughter. Hi, Johnny. Wintertime. <laughs> My goodness. Hello, Mr. Oldtimer and Bessie. Hello, you fool. Hi, kids. Cold out there, is it? Oh, gracious, yes. My nose is frosted like a birthday cake. <laughs> well, similarity ends right there, Bessie. Her nose looks more like a red pawpaw, don't it, kid? Because <laughs> oh, you, you stop teasing me, O.T. Oh. Why don't you two sit down, Mr. Oldtimer? Yeah, let's not stand here gabbing, Bessie. Let's grab a booth, baby. All right, O.T. We've been downtown, kids, to an old furniture show, looking at antiques. Oh, Yeah. You an antique lover boy? Oh, he sure is. He's the antiquest lover boy I ever... <laughs> I, I I'll answer the questions, Bessie. I'll answer them. Well, I will... I'll do the talking. <laughs> Come on, now. We'll sit over here. Yeah. Molly will take your order, old-timer. You can get Bessie to light someplace. Oh, we ain't going to eat, Johnny. We just come in to play the jukebox. Huh? Me and Bessie like to hold hands and play our song. Oh, that sounds yeah. very romantic. Oh, yeah. Oh, our song. Very romantic, yep, indeed. I've got a nickel here someplace, O.T. Let me dump my purse. My Bobby Pills. I've got to give them back to Bobby. King's Mom made a beautiful record of our song, kids. Makes me think of the first time me and Bessie met. Really? Yep. Makes me think of stardust and roses, of moonlight streaming across the flood pole at the slaughterhouse, falling <laughs> softly on Bessie's new transformation. <laughs> Sitting there in a 500 pound hogshead of lard, whittling a new spigot for a pop of steel while we're sitting and talking oh, about it. Please, please, there's nothing sacred. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, baby. I, 
I, I guess it got carried away. Well, have them carry you back, old team. I found the nickel. Here it comes, kids. Our song. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Thank you, madam. Come in again. Well, this is the first lull we've had today, kiddo. Let's clean up around here for Walt, huh? All right, Jerry. Incidentally, shouldn't Walt be back here by now? He was only going to be gone. Oh, he probably heard how good I was running the place and thought he'd taken a newsreel or something. Anyway, it gives me a chance to slick up around here, so he'll be proud to see the... Day, sir. What's it? Well, heavenly days, Dr. Gamble. Hello, Molly. You got a job as cashier here now? I always said that little no good you married. Watch yourself, fatso. Well, Chef Baloney. Where'd you got Walt? Bound and gagged in the back room? No, Doctor. Walt is at the railroad station, seeing his wife off for Florida. We're running the malt shop for him till he gets back. You gonna order something, Arrow Smith, or did you just come in here to hairpin a few nickels out of the jukebox? No, I'm hungry. Uh-huh. Give me a hot dog and a bun, well done with chili sauce, grated cheese, piccalilli, and mustard. Hot dog on a bun, Cookie. Coming up. One Airedale faded. <laughs> this is one of the few pleasures in a doctor's life, children. Mm. Ordering bland diets for people all day long and then coming into a joint like this and eating something completely indigestible. Now, just a darn minute, Fatso. What's so indigestible about our hot dogs? I know people up to 30 years old who've eaten several of them. Want the bun toasted, Doctor? Sure, he wants a toasted tootsie. He knows good food. He's an epicac. You mean epicure, my illiterate friend? I do. I thought an epicure was getting your toes polished. Oh, that's a pedicure, dearie. Oh, yeah, who's kidding who? A pedicure is a professor. No, 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 that's a pedagogue. A pedagogue? One of them wiggly little things swimming around in duck ponds? Don't be ridiculous. Not a polywog, McGee. A pedagogue, that's a man. Don't tell me, that's one I do know. A pedagogue is a dog's genealogy. I had a setter pup once with a pedagogue up to your elbow. Sired by a champion and damned by every game warden that ever laid on. That is a pedigree, stupid. It is? Then what did I say wrong in the first place? You said the doctor knew good food because he was an epicat. Oh, well, what's an epicat? Well, it means... <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I give up. Give me a cup of coffee, too. One mug. Who for? One mug. Okay. <laughs> Here you are. The there you are, you grand old man of medicine. Now, don't bother me for a while. i got to finish cleaning up. What was I doing, Molly, when old tapeworm came in here? Grape and the griddle. Everything else is pretty well cleaned up, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, oh, I had a little kangaroo, and close to home she sticks. Because every time she went someplace, she had her pocket picked. <laughs> ah, ah, here we are, Molly. Look at that. Slicker and a whistle. Look at that griddle shine. Very nice, McGee. Better put a little grease back on it now so it won't rust. Okay. 
No, no, don't pour it on out of the big container. No, no, use a cup or the brush, dumbbell. You'll spill it all over. You mind your own... Now, look, Docky, I've been working here all day, and I ain't spilled anything yet. Oh, dear, pardon me a minute. I've got to make a phone call. Oh, <laughs> Hello, operator. Let me talk to you. Up we go. <clears throat> Hi, George Walt. Won't we'll know this place when he comes back. Look out, look out. Just yes. spilling this grease on a hot stove. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, my gosh. Hello, fire department. <laughs> yes? Please come to Walt's Mall Shop at 14th and... Oh, we got to get out of here. Hello. to the ground. They got the place all cleaned up, too. I don't have the worst luck of anybody else. Uh-oh. Now what? Here comes Walt up the street. Hi, Walt. Hey, we ran the shop for you. Took in almost $39. Well, thanks a lot, Sid. You're quite welcome, Walt, but I think you ought to uh, Incidentally, Walt, uh, you got fire insurance on that place? Oh, plenty. All paid up, too. Why? Well, I got great news for you, boy. Now you can go to Florida, too. forget to get a copy of the True Story magazine that's out tomorrow. Oh, my gosh, no. That's the one with the big story about I and you, ain't it? Yes, it is. Uh-huh. How strange and how wonderful. Wonderful, yes, but why strange? Strange to find you connected with a true story of any kind. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Good night. Good night, all.